Why, good evening, folks. Just look at this gathering of friends. <laughs> Talk about magical. You're all here looking for some magic, aren't you? So where's all the magic, you ask? Well, in just a wink, we'll find it together with the help of a few of our friends. Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. I'm Casey. And I'm Matt. We're excited to have you again for our next episode. Uh, unlike our last episode where we kind of introduced you to who we are, we're going to dive right into what is going to be kind of a staple for some of our episodes. Matt, do you want to tell them yeah, about we've it? we've got a topic today. So this is a first time watch. <laughs> we do. Um, we referenced in our first episode. Pinocchio is going to be our first time watch. Um, mm-hmm. I saw this movie... I want to say about four years ago for the first time, but Casey... Oh, wait, hold on. You had not seen it before four years ago? So this was, yeah, this was not one that I grew up on. Um, Snow White. Yeah, Snow White was one that I grew up on, so not so much Pinocchio. So it's been a while. Okay. Um, But... uh, Well, so I don't feel so bad then just seeing (laughs) it now at the age of 36 years old, so... I was was in my 20s, so... All right, fair enough. So, Casey, you saw it yesterday, literally yesterday. What initial thoughts? Go. So, okay, so here's the deal. Um, this is one of those few movies that not only have I not had not seen, I was not actually aware of the story as well as I should have been. So my only, I mean, I knew Pinocchio was a wooden boy, right? But that's a good um, start. That's a good start. I know that this guy Geppetto, I had no idea who he was and I didn't know anything about him, you know, made this wooden boy. Um, I didn't realize that Jiminy Cricket was the narrator. That was a whole new thing to me. But my only really like, uh, to time with Pinocchio and, and really scenes that I knew from Pinocchio were either scenes that I had seen at the store or from Fantasmic when they do the whole monstro scene in Fantasmic. Otherwise, I knew nothing about the storyline. I didn't know who Stromboli was. I had, for, Honest John, I never didn't even know who he was. I had seen the, the musical part of it in the store. An actor's life for me. A high silk hat and a silver cane. A watch of gold with a diamond chain. I'm diddly day. An actor's life is gay. It's great to be a celebrity. An actor's life for me. So all of the that was hi diddly day. Yeah, I, I didn't know what that, that was. But you didn't know that was I honest, John. No idea what that was. And so I was struck by a number of things. So here's what I'll say: knowing that it is Walt's second movie, because it, it, it 1940. You know, Snow White came first. It is a beautiful movie. Imagine the pressure to oh, coming man. off of Snow White that was wildly popular. Mm-hmm. What a first one. Holy cow, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Imagine now the pressure to follow that up. Well, this was the follow-up. And from what I understand, Pinocchio almost bankrupted them again. It was it did not do very well. No, and I and, and they put a, and from what I heard they put a lot of effort in the animation. I mean even last night as as my fiance Nate and I were watching the movie, there were seen there was those moments where the the multi-plane camera camera, right? And you could see it go through 3 4 I swear I saw a five plane scene at one point where it, the scene where it kind of goes from the shop window and, and I, it is a gorgeous movie. I mean, I am, I am absolutely astounded at how beautiful and you're right. The pressure on Walt had to be immense because, you know, he built his Anaheim studios with the proceeds from, I think Anaheim, no, uh, 
wherever they're based now. I think it's Anaheim. someone's yelling yeah. at the at the radio. <laughs> it's like, not you idiots! They they built their current studios with the money, the proceeds they made from Snow White. So they had no money to go off of, and here they're trying to to build Pinocchio. But no, it, first impressions. It was I did not fall asleep like I did with Snow White. So Ooh. I fell asleep. I fell asleep in the middle of Snow White. I was bored with Snow White, which I guess apparently a lot of people have that with Snow White. See, I'm I, sorry, all my Disney nuts out there. It's just it's a beautiful movie, but it moves so slow. Yeah, for, for it, today's I, modern audience. Yeah, I, 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 I hear that. Well, Pinocchio didn't do that. It it moves. It definitely moves, and it 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 is. It's really fun. It's just a fun movie. It is. You know, one of the things I was struck, and I and I, and I know you took some notes, and I took some notes too. One of the things that I was struck, and, and this is not just with Pinocchio, this is with a lot of the older movies, a lot of the classics, was the amount of time that Walt and his animators devoted to just show off animation. So I had put on here, uh, this was the exact note, I'm struck with how much time is used to show off the animation that doesn't really add to the plot of the movie. So for example, uh, there's a part early on where Figaro opens the window, you know, so Geppetto tells him to go open the window. Yep. And it's a full 30 seconds of just him trying to open the window. And it's just a fun little entertaining segment. But you can see the beautiful animation that goes into this. And I, and I wonder how much of that was Walt still trying to prove that this is an effective medium to tell a story. I mean, Snow White broke so many barriers, but he wanted to, as Walt is famous for, he wanted to plus himself. Well, and I think that's the thing you have to remember with animation this early on. Right now, we're animation's everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's there's animated kids movies from different studios. Mm-hmm. There's animated Disney movies. There's animated TV shows for adults. Mm-hmm. There's even now been the rise of Futurama. animated movies for yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Family Guy, Futurama, all this other yeah. stuff. And then, which by the way, uh, Disney owns I, now. I guess, so do we have to do an episode see, on those? <laughs> I keep saying the day that I see a Roger the Alien plush arrive at the Disney store, that, that that's going to be a really that's, crazy. It's going to be a weird day. Yeah. Ricky so the, like animation is not a thing at mm-hmm. this at this moment in time. No, it's almost a given at this point, you know. Well, and that's what I'm saying is is that it's like Walt was trying to prove himself with this, right? And and you don't see animation for animation's sake in today's movies. Like take Frozen Two, which is really when you got Onward. I haven't seen Onward yet. I don't know if you've seen it. I yet. have not actually so, seen it. Oh, that might be one we can review later on. Ooh, fun. But anyway, for, take Frozen Two, right? The, it, it, Number one animated movie of all time broke all these records. When they have animation in Frozen Two, it's in order to f- kind of move the plot forward, right? You, mm-hmm. There's not, you know, you don't see a whole lot of animation just for animation's sake. And if you do, it's very downsized. To have a whole thirty seconds of a hour and thirty five minute movie, which is what I think Pinocchio came in at, to have thirty seconds of that, that that's a decent amount of time for. To just to just have an animated plot point that has nothing to do with the plot at all. Just it's just to show off the animation. Exactly. Know? Well, I think plots were more basic at that time too. They didn't have, and it wasn't expected to be as intricate as it was now. So speaking of plot, what's your what's your take on the plot here? Because I do feel it is a little muddled for me. Like I know it's a you know you should behave and you know be the best self. I mean, it's definitely like it's definitely a hey kids be a good little boy. <laughs> yes, like yes. it's definitely but a little I, bit I do like feel that. that it, it does get muddled a little bit for me. I I, I felt like I, I don't know if you could make a Pinocchio today. Hmm. Could you? 
Maybe that's a hot take. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <it laughs> maybe would, we should do this for convince me. It I'm would not have sure. to be. You'd have to definitely adapt it. I, yeah. You, you would have to to Can't make have more kids of smoking it. Because <laughs> I mean, well, that's what honestly is the initial shock of yeah, it, it where you go, oh, mm-hmm. like they're smoking and gambling and drinking and, and their kids and their kids, and it's like, okay, I'm yeah. watching kids mm-hmm. uh, smoke and gamble and drink and yeah. and. It, it, it's very strange. And I think one of the reasons I didn't watch this movie as a kid is because it does have some pretty adult themes. Yeah, I agree. Um, and even it's intense. There's some intensity to it. Um, and But do you think, okay, so take the adult stuff out of it. Do you think they'd have to almost refresh the plot? I mean, the plot, I think in its you know simplicity could work, but I do feel like, it, it needs know. more. I mean, essentially, Pinocchio makes a mistake. He gets a second chance, and then thirty seconds later, he's like, "Oh, okay." Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. So, let's kind of shift gears a little bit. So, you know, you and I both took some notes. What I've, you know, besides the one thing that I mentioned, I really haven't even gotten to some of my notes. What do you have on yours? What were some of the things that you had? The two big things yeah. that I want to get to. I forgot how clever the movie is at times. Okay. So. Early in the movie, Geppetto is in his, you know, in his house, and all the clocks are going off, and cuckoo, 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 and then after all this cast, it's like twenty to thirty seconds again of just these cuckoo clocks going off, and he's, so all the clocks are going nuts, and he and Geppetto goes, I wonder what time it is. I wonder what time it is. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, that was a clever, that was a clever mm-hmm. piece of, piece of dialogue. Yeah. Speaking of clever, did, did you, okay, think of Cleo the fish for a second. Mm-hmm. What kind of mannerisms, what other Disney character do you think she has some similar mannerisms to? Ooh, I'm being put on the spot here. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I, <laughs> off the top of my head, cannot think of it. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Watch her mannerisms in the very beginning of the movie. The way the way she struts around. You know, mind you, Peter Pan won't be made for another 15 years at this point. Oh, it's, so, I think it's so, longer than that. No, no, you're right. 15 years. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, if you think about that, she has similar mannerisms to Tinkerbell. In fact, I'm wondering if Walt, um, I'm wondering if Walt had already started thinking about Peter Pan at this point because um, Pinocchio's friend, is it Lipwick? Lampwick. Lampwick. He looks like Peter Pan. Kind of does, yeah. He has that Peter Pan feel, that Peter Pan look. And His name is Lampwick. Lampwick, right? You know who else he reminds me of, by the way? The bully from A Christmas Story. You know what I'm talking about? He reminds me of the bully from A Christmas Story. I was like, oh my goodness. Not going to be able to unsee that one. (laughs) So So, like that, that's what the cleverness of it. And then Disney has continually nailed songs. Go and listen to I Got No Strings and try not to sing it for the next two days. True. Very it's true. It's so great. And it that Disney synergy for you when uh, Avengers Age of Ultron trailer came out, uh-huh. that was the, the that was the soundtrack 
to the whole trailer. It was like this, like they minored it up oh. and did this whole like, and really? they played it into the movie where it's like, there are no strings on me. And it's like, oh, dang. Wow. Okay. It's, so, 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 uh, so command to anyone that does not know what yeah. I was talking about, go back and watch the first Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron trailer. You will get the got no strings and it is creepy and so good. song in there is at the beginning and uh, there's a great story i was hoping you'd go i I have to tell this when casey said he was gonna watch this i had watched i also watched a couple days ago and i said i was reminded that there was a song at the beginning Mm -hmm. that is indirectly referenced in one of our disney store loops so for those of you that are not familiar with the new mickey mouse cartoons these they're great you, Mm -hmm. you need to watch them they are really good and they have some of them in the disney store loop and I am notorious for singing and quoting them as I am on stage. <laughs> yes, you are. And one of them that ran for two straight years. And um, yeah, ran this year again. Yeah. And the whole plot is Mickey and Minnie. Mickey is taking Minnie on this like romantic getaway to the Rainbow Caverns and starts out with the song. I have a map of nature's wonderland. Sweeping vistas, bears, and canyons grand. You follow the map, I'll follow you, for we are so in love. The map could take us somewhere romantic, like the Rainbow Caverns. So I would sing this all the time. Yep. And so I was like, Casey has never heard this. So he's going to hear this song and be like, Oh, he's not gonna know it from Pinocchio. He's gonna know it from the store. Yeah. So you so you say okay, there's a song that you need to hear at the very beginning. Pay a close attention. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. So sure enough, I mean it's literally guys. It's within the first 11 seconds of Pinocchio. So when you open Pinocchio up and you hit play, if you are cast members with us, you'll know this song. But if you're not, not, I just you know you just heard the clip. Mm-hmm. So now go and watch it on Disney Plus, and you'll hear it. And Disney, Disney now, Disney modern is really good about incorporating a lot of that stuff. It's almost like a hidden Mickey in itself, you know, in, in kind of a way. And those cartoons, as a side note, but those cartoons are riddled with that kind of stuff. They so really knowing are. some Disney stuff is really Haven't good. Let so me down yet? Let me down yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh. I th- I, that's that's awesome. So you know, as I was going through, I, I um I picked a couple of things up as well. So I already mentioned the Tinkerbell, mentioned the beautiful animation. Um, did you notice the Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan book in the intro? No, I did not. So literally as they, as they are coming into the book, uh, Nate called this out. My fiance called this out. Alice in Wonderland and, and Peter Pan are the books right next to it, which is interesting, which makes me think that Walt had them planned for what was coming next. At least on a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. I, the I do. The 1940s equivalent of a whiteboard. And then talking about hidden Mickey. So I, I know I sent you the text about the one hidden Mickey that I had found, but Nate called this out. Did you pay attention to Jiminy's shadow 
that was being caused by the candle in the very beginning. No. Pay attention to his shadow because there's a lot of theories out there that they actually drew Mickey Mouse. Interesting. And you can actually see his hat with the way the reflection of the shadow is. Um, You see his ears and then the way he turns his profile, you'll see his mouth. I'm going to, I'll show it to you after we're done. Maybe we can screenshot it. Yeah, we'll screenshot it and post it out on our uh, uh, Twitter and Instagram feeds. So something, a thought that came to me. So the blue fairy, let's talk blue fairy. What what is your, what are your thoughts of the blue fairy? She's fine. I don't know. Isn't she seem different to you, though, as the way she's drawn compared to the rest of the characters? I mean, definitely, yeah. It's just like she's straight out of Snow White to me. It, it does have a very... She does have a very Snow White look. Yeah. I don't know if that was done on purpose. Well, Disney is notorious for recycling animation Yeah, things. they are. They, um, they are. Especially, it's it's most obvious in like the late 60s, early 70s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where you see just straight, oh, that's the exact same clip I just saw. The other thing that I found really interesting, too, was Monstro. So Monstro also appears drawn differently. And I don't know why. I'm wondering. It almost he looks unfinished to me. What do you think the thoughts are on that? Part of it, I think, is the scale. Like he is meant to be and comes off as a massive, massive whale. And that's good. Like that's what it should be especially as they spend so much time hyping him up. Like yeah. the fish are following anytime someone says monster. They like, hide away. I oh, love that. No. Yep. Um, so that you do want a little bit of like this big, re- had the reveal been like, Oh, I mean, it's a slightly bigger fish than the other fish. Mm-hmm. Whereas no, having the terrifying nature of this huge, huge, he just doesn't have that glossy shimmer that like the rest of the animation does. He looks almost like an oil painting. Yeah, me, you know, and, I mean, he he is absolutely monstrous. I mean, he, again, monstro, you know, but he just appears like an oil painting to me. It's interesting to me how much monstro permeates the Disney culture when you when you're listing off. I were to say, Casey, list off some Disney villains for me. You wouldn't go monstro. Yeah, you're right. You really don't because he's I mean, is he really a villain? I mean, he's just an animal that's eating food and I guess he's swallows like, up some people. Like, I guess he's more antagonistic. Yeah, I mean, I, is he really? A, I mean, I, there's. I think there's. There's actually some theories out there. Are any of the villains actually villains? If yeah. you, I guess there's some Disney fan art out there of of the each of the stories through the villains' point of views. That'd be something there's, fun to talk about. Yeah, there's about. some there's some stuff out there. This is actually an interesting theory that I have, and this is why. And Pinocchio falls into this. I have a Disney villains theory, mm-hmm. and it is that. In order to become a transcendent Disney movie, you have to have a compelling villain. I know there are exceptions. Frozen. Frozen's the biggest exception. I think Hans is a is a compelling villain. Fair enough. Frozen 2, though, there's not really a... Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. But, okay, there, I got what you're saying. There's okay. exceptions. But right. for the most part, if you look at the movies that transcend it, yeah. you're like, it's the villain. Yeah, well, and yeah when, you're right. And then when you have the absence of that... You you almost leave, and this is kind of what I leave with Pinocchio. You leave it saying, it was good, but just something's missing. Yeah. And I, because Stromboli is not really a, an Honest John or not. They're and I don't even really count Honest John as a villain so much. He's just a profiteer in a lot of ways. Yeah. Stromboli's kind of a jerk. I mean, he knocks Pinocchio. He's a kidnapper for crying, yeah, but he's, crying out loud. But he's not someone that you love to hate. Like mm-hmm. Ursula, you love to hate her. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't kidding when they called me well a witch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me Jafar more. Yeah. And, and Scar and, and Gaston for sure. Exactly. You, you, you love you love watching Gaston go, you got what was coming to you, dude. Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas when, when there's the absence of that, you 
it just feels like there's something missing. And like, that doesn't mean that the movie's bad. It just yeah. means, okay, it was good. How do you take it to great? So I'll reference this all yeah. the time when we're in other movies yeah. and point out when it doesn't fit. So as we kind of like start to wrap up, um, what was your favorite part of Pinocchio? Like, what is your favorite part in the movie? It's got to be I Got No Strings. Yeah. I love that part. You do? It's just, it's whimsical. It is fun. He's having, like, he's just, like, having a good time. And mm-hmm. it, I, I really just, I like that part a lot. Okay. Yeah, For me, it's, it's it's when, when Jiminy gets his medal. Oh, that is I a good part. I absolutely love that part at the very end because, first of all, I didn't see it coming. I know they talked about it at the beginning. They do some foreshadowing, but you almost forget about it. And then all of a sudden, I found myself going, oh, he got his medal. Like, it was just the coolest thing. And, and I thought that was was really well done. You know, and we talk about Disney music, too, real quick. Probably the most Disney song of all is from this movie. So it's kind of weird that... I can't believe we haven't referenced that. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's kind of weird that, you know, Pinocchio didn't do as well as as it did, as, as other ones did. Yet, the most Disney song, When You Wish Upon a Star, comes from this movie. And that's probably one of the songs, if you were to talk to a non-Disney person and say, mm-hmm. name a Disney song. When You Wish Upon a Star. When You Wish Upon a Star yep. is probably one of them on there. And Jiminy Cricket even has also, like he narrates a lot of mm-hmm. the nighttime shows. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's also kind he's of- He's a big character. Like, he's yeah, a big it's really character. weird that he's not in the parks as much as he should be. I know at one point he was on Rafiki's Planet Watch. I think he was in that island that we got to take the train to. But oh, I don't yeah, even yeah, think yeah. he's there over, I mean, there anymore. You barely ever see him. Yeah. I know I don't have a picture with him. I have a picture with Max from a goofy movie, but I don't have a picture with with Jimmy Cricket for crying out loud. Yeah, so it, it's, oh. it is interesting that yeah. that how famous all these things have become. Mm-hmm. And that is that is something that happens with a lot of Disney movies is when they come out, it's it's doesn't do well. And then yeah. like 50 years later, everyone's like, this is awesome. Yeah. So, all right. So as we wrap this up, um, that this is going to be the one that we get all the, the Twitters and the, and the emails about. On a scale of one to ten, oh, on a scale of one to ten, where do we rank this movie? Now, again, we're not gonna not not Pixar, not Marvel, not Star Wars, just Disney animated classics or Disney animated movies. I want to say classics, but there's entire library, like you know, fifty some or whatever it is now. What do we rank this on a scale of one to ten? For for me, it's 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 a five. Okay, so it's, kind of mid range. It's 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 good. Yeah, but it doesn't. It, it it's not one that I'm necessarily going, all right, I'm in the mood for a Disney movie tonight. Mm-hmm. What am I going to watch? I know, Pinocchio. It's almost like one you can put in the background. Yeah, I can put in the background. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also not, I look at it, I look at a lot of things, Disney, through the lens of what do I want to show my daughter? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is not, not necessarily. one of those. <laughs> I want to show her drinking and smoking on Pleasure Island. Well, but speaking of which, Pleasure Island. Do you think that's where they got the idea No, it is not. It's we are, not. We are going to, uh, I, uh, we pause. We have to pause this. This is at least another 40 minutes of me talking right, about this. All right, fair enough. Okay. We will do an episode. It okay. is not where they get it. It is so confusing, and it's awesome. Okay, Just, good. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay, I, I wondered if that's where they but got it, that But from. it is ironic that Pleasure Island at Downtown Disney was like the clubs and the bars. Right. And like, it, there is okay. some irony there, but it is not a Nothing reference to, to Pinocchio. Okay. I think I'm with you. Um, I, I definitely enjoyed it more than Snow White. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I would probably give this a, a five or five point five out of ten. It, it's 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 a good movie. It's it, I think here's the problem. You know, I was born in 1983, and you know what can entertain me now 
you really couldn't be able to do back in the 1930s and 1940s. But what I will say is, is being the Disney history buff that I am and knowing what I know about Walt and knowing what I know about how he created this, I am absolutely astounded at how they created it. Yeah, you have to, the, all of these early movies, Snow White included, uh-huh. oh, yeah. has to be treated, if you are a Disney fan, with a level, you can not like the movie, and that's fine. It's, it's a beautiful movie. It's art, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. Not saying that the stuff that's created now isn't art, but what was created then, and you know, it's funny, you're able to see, in a lot of cases, the, and I'm going to butcher how many there are, but... Uh, some of the early animators wrote some books like the 10 rules to animate making things move or something like that. You're able to see a lot of that art again in, in Figaro and in Cleo mm-hmm. in the way they move. And, and you know, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. Yeah, you know? so, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for the night. Uh, Matt, if um, they need to get a hold of us, how do they do that? Yes. So it is, once again, Beers and Ears 1928-1928, Beers and Ears 1928 at gmail.com. If you need, want to email us, we're please. We're, mm-hmm. we're happy to, yep. to hear from you. Twitter and Instagram, Beers Ears, no and, Beers Ears 1928, Beers Ears 1928 on both Twitter and Instagram rate and review us wherever you're getting those po- the podcast five stars please mm-hmm. five stars recommend it to a friend um, um, we we would love for more people to listen we're having a great time and we want people to be involved in it yeah. so it really is it's it's for us but it's for you too and you know what I love about what we're doing here is um, we're, we're able to share our passion uh, with, with other people so so Matt I think it's time to crack open another beer here and, oh, and cheers uh, che- che- toast one another right. and uh, thank you again for listening everybody and have a wonderful wonderful rest of your week see you Thanks. soon bye bye